This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to TechCrunch Daily News, a roundup of the top tech news of the day. Zuckerberg lays out Facebook's current stance on political advertising and Chinese censorship, Atlassian acquires Code Barrel, and a satellite startup gets FCC approval. Here's your Daily Crunch for October 18, 2019. First up, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg spoke yesterday at Georgetown University, sharing his thoughts on speech and how we might address the challenges that more voice and the internet introduce and the major threats to free expression around the world. Among his arguments, China is exporting its social values, political ads are an important part of free expression, and the definition of dangerous speech must be kept in check. In startups, Atlassian has acquired Code Barrel, the makers of automation for Jira, a low-code tool for easily automating many aspects of Jira that's also one of the most popular add-ons for Jira software and Jira Service Desk in Atlassian's marketplace. Sydney-based Code Barrel was founded by two of the first engineers who built Jira at Atlassian, Nick Miner and Andreas Necht. With this acquisition, they are returning to Atlassian after four years in startup land. The two companies did not disclose the price of the acquisition. In space news, Swarm has gotten the green light from the FCC for its 150-satellite constellation. Swarm Technologies aims to connect smart devices around the world with a low bandwidth but ever-present network provided by satellites, and it just got approval from the FCC to do so. Apparently, the agency is no longer worried that Swarm's sandwich-sized satellites are too small to be tracked. Swarm plans to get its entire constellation in orbit by the end of the year. In gaming, Nintendo Switch has hit another sales milestone. Nintendo's North American Switch unit sales have already surpassed the lifetime worldwide unit sales of the Wii U. The company announced yesterday that they had sold 15 million units of the popular handheld console in North America. As of June 30, 2019, Nintendo has sold nearly 38 million Switch consoles worldwide. In entertainment, HBO Max has scored all 21 Studio Ghibli films. Warner Media has been on a shopping spree for its HBO Max service. It bought the rights to Friends and The Big Bang Theory, and now it's using its outsized checkbook to bring beloved Japanese animation group Studio Ghibli's films onto the web exclusively on its platform for U.S. subscribers. This is a big win for HBO, because anyone would have assumed that Studio Ghibli would have partnered with Disney, if anyone, for a streaming deal, given their long-term relationship. 
In transportation news, Volvo has created a dedicated business for autonomous industrial and commercial transport. The vehicle maker has already been active in putting autonomous technology to work in various industries, with self-driving projects at quarries and mines, and in the busy port located at Gothenburg, Sweden. Unlike autonomous driving for consumer automobiles, this kind of self-driving for fixed-route goods transportation is a nice match to the capabilities of technology as they exist today. And finally, how did Unity build the world's most popular game engine? Unity's growth is a case study of Clayton Christensen's theory of disruptive innovation. While other game engines targeted the big AAA game makers at the top of the console and PC markets, Unity went after independent developers with a less robust product that was better suited to their needs and budget. To read this article, an extra crunch subscription is required. That's all for today. Check back weekday afternoons for more from TechCrunch, or go to TechCrunch.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.